Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This is the Art Beauty Podcast special summer series in partnership with New Beauty Magazine. Every week during July and August, we are going to be bringing you amazing guests straight from the pages of New Beauty Magazine. I'm Amber, and today my brilliant and beautiful co-host is the skincare queen herself, Jan Marini. She's the founder of Jan Marini Skin Search. Welcome, Jan. So good to have uh. you on. Thank you. Thank you so much for that very kind introduction. It's, it's such a pleasure to be here. I've been looking I, forward to this. I have too. And I have to say, so we met when um, we were in prep for uh, New Beauty Live. Um, and congratulations, your skincare line, which we'll talk a little bit later, uh, won for the 11th time. Uh, I'm not surprised. It's here. I've been using it. And again, we'll <laughs> talk about that in a minute. Um, but one of the things that I loved is when we were kind of doing our little meet and greet, you started telling me incredible things about your background. And I said, all right, we only have three minutes for Nubity Live, but come on my podcast because we can talk as long as you like. So here we are. You know, Jan, for people who are listening at home, can you give us a little bit about how you got started in this industry? Well, I have been a product researcher for well over 40 years. You know, back in the early days, my expertise in the area of ingredients. Yeah. And when you pick up a skincare product and you look at that ingredient listing, that's oftentimes very intimidating and complex. And how do you know if something's really going to make your acne better or worse? Is it really going to help your fine lines and wrinkles? And I did a lot of lecturing to physicians and medical professionals and skincare professionals. I did a lot of radio and television because, you know, it lends itself really well to talk shows. And people love to hear about ingredients and what they should spend I mean, their money on. We all, want, we all want that fountain of youth, right? And the latest, greatest, hottest. Okay. It's very, it's very seductive. And as time went on, I began to develop associations with physicians and researchers literally all over the world. And I started really focusing on covering and identifying breakthrough technologies. And I always qualify the word breakthrough because does anybody ever come to market with a product that's not a breakthrough? Nobody no. ever tells you they have the second best product. Right. And so <laughs> when I talk about breakthroughs, I'm really talking about things that had not been in the marketplace before. And as an example, I was an early glycolic acid pioneer. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. back in the early to mid 80s. You couldn't walk into a drugstore or department store and get a glycolic acid product. It didn't exist. Now you could get right. it for cleaning stains off of your driveway or grease out of car engines. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, putting around, that on our face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then around face. 1989, going into 1990, I financed and brought to market two product lines. And going back a lot of years, but some of you may yeah. remember these. So MD Formulations and MD Forte. And that company was actually sold to Allergan in 1994. And literally on July 1st, I took down the MD Formulation sign and put up the Jamarini Skin Research sign, July 1st, 1994. That's gonna be 27 years this July 1st. That must feel amazing. How does that, I mean, how does it feel? 
feels like a long time. And then again, <laughs> it feels like yesterday. Sure. You know, when, when we were talking prior, um, and again, I wanted people to hear this because you've got such an incredible knowledge of ingredients. Like you said, you're an ingredient expert, a product researcher. Um, you told me that the average woman has over $600 in products sitting in her bathroom that she doesn't use. That's an Yikes. old number, actually. It's probably a lot more than that. But you know, you think about it. I bet you anything, if you went in and looked at everything that you might have collected over the years. And because I'll tell you, when we decide we're not gonna use something, maybe it, we're disappointed, we rarely throw them away. Because so true. It's like you're, yeah, because it's a hundred dollars. I don't know what we think. Maybe we think it's gonna work better later, but we stick it on the shelf. And so if you go in, you'd be surprised at the amount of money. Do you know the average woman that goes in and gets aesthetic services, spends $1,500 a year on product. Wow, so $1,500, okay. Yes, so when you think about the things that you don't use, it comes probably a lot more than $600. I mean, you know, working in the beauty industry, uh, there's a lot more than $600 in, <laughs> in product, <laughs> um, but I do love trying it. And you know, wait, Speaking about things that you collect, I heard through the grapevine that you as a product researcher have this like arsenal of beauty products that you have collected and tested through the years. Oh my gosh. To me, that's like the Vogue closet. Tell us, <laughs> tell us like, is it in a warehouse? Is it in a garage? Is it a well, room in your house? It actually, I have a kind of a special room in the house that we literally for this house we sort of built it on but it's just there's so much stuff in there and in fact I went through it a few months ago and pulled out things that oh my god long expired but it's it's it, it's something I have constantly have to go through because just yesterday I had my assistant pick up five products that I want to review and kind of research so it's just constantly adding to it I mean, do you have any idea for like how many products you've collected over the years? Oh my God, probably thousands. 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 Oh, are there any that like stand out to you? Um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything that really stands out. It, it, you, sometimes you go, I come across things that are really exotic but it's okay. the usual stuff. It's the, you know, the Chanel's and the Maury Pacific and the Clinique and the, you know, just all of the common, the Lancomes and all the common stuff out there. And then some of the, you know, today we're kind of going through an interesting phase in the skincare industry where there's sort of a lot of boutique brands that are springing up. Sure. Like, um, I'm not going to pronounce this right, like Augustus um, or yes. Augustina uh, Bader. Yes, Bader. Yes. Yes. And, you know, uh, just, yeah, a lot of things like that. So um, it's starting to get more into some of the lesser known brands as well. And then you have all the brands in the professional market, you know, that you might be like Skin Medica or Sente or Elastin or on and on and on. So it just is endless. I want to come over and play with that. Um, and, and I and I love that. Um, you know, I, I do want to focus sort of, you know, you were talking about 
you're touching on how beauty has changed, right? And so you have been such a longstanding supporter and friend of New Beauty Magazine. And in my opinion, um, when I decided to work with them, it's because I really consider them the go-to resources when you want um, information about ingredients, when you want to talk about science-backed beauty. You were mentioning before that the beauty industry has changed. Um, do you feel like you know, consumers, well, I, I believe that consumers now are way more educated, they're more informed, they're more interested in ingredients. How does that affect or challenge you as a product developer? Um, that's a great question. So I'm gonna go back to how I think the biggest change in the industry. So around 1989 going into 1990, when I brought to market MD formulations and MD Forte, I made a decision that I was going to market them through physicians. Mm -hmm. And that was considered heresy because doctors did not dispense product. It was one of the most challenging times I've had in a career. And this is my fourth business. And I'll tell you, they were offended at the very idea that somebody would say, you should sell quote cosmetics out of your office. Wow. And of course today, you know, that's all yeah. history. Today that has changed. And so having a medically efficacious, having medically efficacious products today has really changed the face of the industry. Now, with that said, mm -hmm. just because a doctor carries a product doesn't mean that it necessarily is going to work, but it's opened up a whole new realm of products that have more of a medical validation or scientific approach. Right. So with that said, I don't know necessarily that the industry has changed from the perspective of the consumer, because even though we're more sophisticated, we're being inundated with a lot more sophisticated rhetoric. Right. You go on the internet and you can read things that make it sound like this product is going to cure cancer. I, I mean... mean I get served Instagram ads and like, I, I've posted some of them work, um, but I bought this brush that was supposed to be this miracle, you know, get rid of frizz, get rid no, it was a brush. Um, I paid like, you mm -hmm. know, $30 for a brush. So how do you feel like we can tell between like what's just marketing buzz and what really works? Well, you can't necessarily. Yeah. So this is, this is my recommendation that I have for everyone. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to ask yourself this question or your provider should ask you this question. If there was something you could change or improve about your skin, what would it be? Now, anybody who goes to an aesthetic provider is there because they have something they want to change or improve. But, you know, maybe it's acne, it's masne, large pores. Gee, I wish my texture were a lot smoother. I have discoloration. I have dark circles, whatever it is. Number one concern. Then you ask yourself, what else would I like to change or improve? Typically people have three or four concerns. Now, right. you should be focusing on those concerns with technology, with products, topical agents that have validation that can actually significantly address or resolve them. So right. what we tend to do is we hear about a product and it sounds so amazing. Maybe it doesn't say it's gonna get rid of discoloration or acne, but it just sounds amazing because it was used for wound healing. And so therefore it's going to have some magnificent effect on your skin. And 
And think about how you would feel about your skin if you were able to resolve every one of your concerns. Right. So it wouldn't be about whether or not it's the latest or greatest. If you were able to get complete total control over your acne and never break out. Right. So that's really the approach that I take. It's solution-based. And, you know, I always get asked, do I use my products? Yes. And then I get asked, what inspires you? What motivates you? Why do you read all the medical journals? Why do you do all the development and the, the product, you know, the, everything? And I give the same answer. I do it because I'm selfish. Right. I don't want to have adult acne. I don't want discoloration. I don't and you want don't rosacea. Spend- on products that you're not going to use or more. And and hopefully I'd like to stave off fine lines and wrinkles as long as possible. You know, I have, you know, relatively healthy, young looking skin. So I'm no different than any other consumer out there. So in my opinion, it's really focusing on solutions, specific solutions. You know, I'm glad we're getting to that though, because when we, like I said, we met on New Beauty Live, uh, we were talking about your skincare management system. I have some of the products right here because I've been using it. Um, I am obsessed. It is an 11 time award-winning. It's the most award-winning product um, from New Beauty. It's won every year since they've been doing the awards. Uh, and one of the interesting things was like, at it, it's pretty much the core of your skincare mm-hmm of your line. Um, And one of the questions that I asked is, okay, you're talking about different skin problems, acne, discoloration, fine lines and wrinkles. And I asked, well, how can it be that this one product line can sort of target all of those? Well, all of those conditions, believe it or not, have something in common. Acne is an inflammatory disorder. Rosacea is an inflammatory disorder. Discoloration is inflammation from the sun is one of the primary causative factors. Aging is an inflammatory disorder. But to give you an example, so you're using the system and the products are numbered and product number three is BioClear. Okay, so BioClear is glycolic, salicylic, and azelaic acid. Azelaic acid is sold by prescription for acne. It's sold by prescription for rosacea. It's also one of the best resurfacing agents we've ever seen for the appearance of pores and for the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. And then it's also a pigment lifting agent. So it makes the skin look a lot brighter, just makes it look smoother. Then you have glycolic acid. And you know, by the way, of all the skincare ingredients in the world that have been studied, that's all of them. That, and that have been studied medically and histologically and, and with biopsies and medical conferences, there are two that have been studied more than any other. One are retinoids and the other one is glycolic. Right, okay. Okay, so at the very simplest level, it dissolves and dislodges the glue substance or cellular cement between the cells and in their stratum corneum, the outside of the skin. So it just makes it look smoother and glowing and glassy and it helps with the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. But then inside your follicle where cell sticking together is the beginning of the acne process. It dissolves and dislodges a glue-like substance between the cells. So they lift apart. So it, it has a dramatic effect on acne. Then you've got salicylic glue, we've heard of that. It brightens the skin, it's helpful for acne. So you put those three together and in 40 years, I've never seen anything for home care that resurfaces, but also can address so many concerns. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't things beyond the system that can further target concerns, but that's the starting point for everyone. I always say, if I'm talking with a physician who says, I'm 
the most famous physician in the world. I graduated first in my class from Harvard. They start on a system. Right. If I'm talking to a famous celebrity, and I can't tell you some of the ones I've talked to, but I can tell you one, and that's Cher. It starts oh, with the system. She was, and this is how she turned back time. <laughs> <laughs> she actually said that, you know, remember when she was um, going to take over for, uh, in Las Vegas for Selena Young? Yes, yes. And so she was going to be there for like in residency for a year or two. And she was doing every talk show. She was doing all the entertainment tonight and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And she was being interviewed by Gene Simmons, who was her, okay. her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And Gene said, oh, Cher, you know, you look so wonderful and you look so amazing and just look the same. How is it you just keep, how do you do that? How do you look so young? And she said, well, I owe my skin to Jan Marini. Oh, wow. <laughs> so then I got wow. a call. And so this was pre-taped and I got a call from them telling me that they had interviewed her and could they send a film crew to our corporate office to, you know, get a few quick sound bites. So, um, that's that, amazing. That's I just watched, by the way, I just watched a documentary share. Um, it, there was this elephant, um, and I won't digress too much, but, um, Cher kind of got involved in, in helping relocate an elephant which is not an easy thing to do. Um, and uh, a great documentary. I can't think of the name right now, but if you search on Netflix, I'm sure you can find it. But yeah, she still looks amazing. You know, she's she shares. does. She shares. She does. And, and, and here's the thing, you know, so I, I, I keep it real on this podcast. Everybody knows that who listens. Um, when I heard about your line, I was like, okay, great. Like, I'm, I'm excited to try it. Um, thank you. Send over stuff. And when I got it, I was like, all right, the basic system is five steps. And then you gave me some add-ons. I'm not going to lie. When I was like, all right, five things on my face at night, th this is going to be, not that it's time consuming because I will spend hours, but I was like, at night and day, it's going to feel thick. I have to let everybody know your products layered on go right into the skin. It does not feel thick. It does not clump. There is no, I put on makeup afterwards. Um, I just, I cannot tell you enough how blown away uh, I was by your, by your product. And also I've been really trying to reintroduce retinol into my thing. And, and for some reason this summer, it is just, my skin is not feeling it right now. And it was a little freaked out and I started your line and within three days, my skin was just calm again. It was calm. I was having a little bit of the mask me started. You know, I've been mm -hmm. talking about this for a year. I never had that. Thank you, mom and dad. I've got, <laughs> been lucky and you know, it's like genetic um, yeah. that, mm -hmm. that I never had to deal with acne. I started to have that using your line in three days. I swear my skin just started to feel better and it is incredible. I mean, it's incredible. I'm, I, I, I can't so. sing the praises enough. Um, very interesting too. You were talking about, you know, the, the cleanser. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about this on New Beauty Live, but you told me that you put this on dry. Essentially, you don't want to add water. I found yeah. that fascinating. Um, there's a couple other products that are like that. Not many. Why is that with this? Well, if you've ever put oil on your hand and then put water on top of it, it just speeds up. Right. So what we want to do is we want to get it in direct contact with, you know, your makeup, your oil, whatever debris you have on your skin. But also you can use the best cleanser in the world. And it can't get into your follicle. The molecules are too large. 
The glycolic acid in this cleanser gets into the follicles. So you're having a follicular cleansing action. You know, we always think about, we wanna just really clean our skin because we wanna avoid acne. Acne starts in the follicle. It doesn't start on the outside of your skin. You could have somebody with no genetic tendency that goes around putting dirt on their face all day and they won't necessarily have any breakouts. Right. So it starts in the follicle. And so that follicular cleansing is so important. And also when we have follicular retention, clogged follicles, that's a very mild form of acne, our follicles look larger. And glycolic acid has also been shown to stimulate a lot of collagen. You know, one of the reasons that your follicles get larger, well, your follicle is like a long hollow tube and it's surrounded by collagen, which is, or by, excuse me, by your dermis, which is 80% collagen. So it acts like this really firm girdle around your follicles, keeps them nice and, and rigid. It's, and it's sort of like as time goes on and you lose collagen, it's like you lose the elasticity in your spanks and they oh, get right. kind of flabby. Kind of... Yes. So when you stimulate collagen with glycolic and retinoids and all these various topical agents, not only are you dra- dramatically transforming the appearance of skin, but your follicles actually look it's a lot smaller. smaller. Yes. So it's it's like the equivalent of throwing your Spanx back in the dryer to tighten everything up. Exactly. <laughs> or and buying new Spanx. I want to um, just call this out because I did a podcast a few weeks ago and I was talking to somebody about, and I said, yeah, I I used your, um, you're putting oil on, when we're talking about cleanser, I have to just give you credit because it was talking to you. I mean, I think the first time we talked, we talked for like an hour plus because I was so excited to get every bit of knowledge from you, but thank you for that. So anybody who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, it was Jan Marini who gave me that fabulous tip. Um, Okay, talking about too, the other thing I wanna talk about is one of the things, um, you have this product, Hyla 3D. Let's talk about this because this is a very unique product. It is unique. I'm digging this one, Uh uh-huh. Okay, so this is the ingredient everybody's heard of is hyaluronic acid. And oh, I've yeah. had hyaluronic acid in products for years. It holds about one to 10,000 times weight in water, but it's a large molecule. So it doesn't really have a, a long acting effect on the skin. Now it's not, so then we move fast forward to hyaluronic acid injectables, right? Right. Well, the hyaluronic acid, when you get it injected, doesn't actually make the correction. What makes the correction is hyaluronic acid acts as a platform or scaffolding for collagen to form around it. Hmm. And so it's the collagen that gives you that persistent correction. And depending on where it is in your face and how much movement you have, that plays a role on how long it lasts. And then also how cross-linked the hyaluronic acid is because if it's really cross-linked, it's not as flexible. So that might be a good area for the cheeks. And that might last a year and a half, not very much movement. We all know that things like lips, we used to joke and we used to say, they say, how long would the lips last? We'd say, well, until you get to the elevator. Right, 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 because- you're, But yeah. today they have they have uh, hyaluronic acids. It's very flexible, but lasts quite a bit longer. Right. Okay. So now the 50% of what we perceive as aging is loss of volume. Yeah. So ideally, there's a youthful triangle. This is the highest, widest part of the face, narrows down into a well-defined jawline, heart-shaped face. 
So you start to lose volume, start to lose it in your 20s. What happens is cheek pad starts to move down. You see a smile line. Then you see a nasal labia fold. And pretty soon, this is the widest part of the face. And we're all guilty of saying this. We're all guilty of saying, okay, so we see this really cute couple, elderly couple, they've been married for 70 years. Right. And we, we say to them, aren't they adorable? They even look alike. That's because right. the female <laughs> becomes masculinized. Aww. And so it, it flattens out. This is the most feminine part of the face. So um, what this does, this, this is a very unique game-changing technology. This is different molecules of hyaluronic, very, very small molecules. So this actually gets into the skin. And even one of our molecules, just one of them, is 50 times more hydrating. So instead of being, you know, one to 10,000 times its weight in water, it is 50 more than that. And at 24 hours, there's still five times as much left in the skin. So you're, you're doing this day and night, and you're building up a reservoir. And so it encourages collagen. Now it doesn't replace injectables. Right. But it just gives the skin that buoyancy. It gives sure. it- yeah, from kind of from inside. It's not, you know, it's not just a moisturizer. And it just gives it that that nice, more plumper, more volumized look. I'm telling you, I went to my I went to my dermatologist and he was like, boy, you look great. Um, you know, and this is the main disease. I was going to get my Botox, um, you know, th that but he was like, Oh wow, your skin looks really great. And I was like, Oh, yeah. Well, he's like, What are you doing different? And I was like, I just started this line and I've been religious about it. So when you see these products, you can tell that they've been used. I'm sorry. I don't know if people can see that. <laughs> um, uh, um, but one of the things that I find really, really, again, like I said, interesting. One, when I'm laying them. So I'm starting with this um, Siesta face serum, which is yeah. great. Um, thank you for teaching me the right way to do it, which is to pump it into your hand. I was kind of doing this and I People go like this video. and then they go like That's, this. <laughs> and I did a social media video uh, that I ran and I I did that. Um, but now I, I, I pump it in my hand and I apply it with my fingertips where it needs to go. Love that. Um, the, then the Bioclear. Then I do the um, Hyla. Then the, the Luminate. So uh, when we talked, I was like, my problem right now or the thing that's bothering me the most is discoloration. Mm -hmm. I was a sun worshiper. I am now religious about sunscreen. I even keep like a spray mister that has like a little bit of SPF to, to keep me going through the day. Um, but this Luminate, how, what is the action that it is targeting discoloration? So people may or may not know this, but during COVID, um, they discontinued or, or they banned um, hydroquinone from over-the-counter products. Yes. Uh, now, hydroquinone has been sort of a controversial ingredient anyway, but it is a, a, a really yeah, effective. It works. Yes. It works. It works. So what's in this? Okay. Well, hydroquinone really works prescription. So prescription is 4% and above. Right. And um, I can tell you the Journal of Drugs and Dermatology, which is a peer-reviewed medical journal, printed the study on Luminate. And it was a study that went half-face, head-to-head -head comparison with prescription hydroquinone. And we outperformed prescription hydroquinone. So I'll tell you why. Okay, so I don't want to take too long, get too technical, but you know, to me. talk all, nerdy to all, me. <laughs> all kinds of things play a role in pigmentation. Really complex, right? Okay. I mean, you know, hormones, birth control, your ethnicity, all those things. But the number one factor, 
the number one most common factor is sun exposure and tyrosinase. So tyrosinase is in your epidermis, your active tyrosinase. And what happens is it gives you pigment. If you didn't have any active tyrosinase, you'd be an albino. Right. So the active tyrosinase gives you pigment, but when you go into the sun, it's stimulated to produce more immediately by UV light. Right. Now, you don't hear about 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds having all kinds of discoloration, but you're programming all that damage into your DNA. And so eventually there are some people whose their skin is so reactive and their tyrosinase is so reactive, they go out for 10 minutes, they pigment. Yeah. They sit in a hot car, they pigment. Okay. So number one, what you have to do is you have to down-regulate active tyrosinase so it's not as reactive. That's number sure. one. And you know, that's what most products do. Any lightening product does that. But then we go a step further. The next thing is that you have a melanocyte stimulating hormone. So a pigment stimulating hormone. We all have it. Now you could be really fair skinned or you could have a lot of pigment and you're probably producing about the same amount, but you may be producing more if you're pregnant on both birth control pills. So that mm -hmm. plays a major role on how you personally react to the sun. That has nothing to do with hydroquinone. Right. For the first time, we've got a peptide that downregulates that. Okay. Wow. Then third, we have turmeric. Now, turmeric's been used for centuries. So in India, for example, women would put turmeric on their face maybe three or four days before an event, and they'd actually get lightning. But their skin would be bright yellow the entire time they used it. Right. So, you know, they tried to do things like take pieces of the turmeric root or, you know, formulate that way. Well, for the first time, we have the actual active chemical and it's colorless. I was and say, but, but, but this has like a little bit of a yellowish, a yellowish yeah, tint to it. But that's uh, from other kinds of... Okay. No, that's Stop. Hyla. Oh, oh, sorry. Wait. Oh, the Hyla, the Hyla was yeah. the one I'm thinking about, not the Luminate. Yeah. The Hyla has a yeah. little bit of the yellow yeah. skin. Okay, got but it. The Luminate, the Luminate is, is, is pretty neutral. Yeah. And so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't turn your face yellow. Right. And it's also anti-inflammatory. It's anti-aging. Okay. Then the fourth area of technologies, we have retinol. Now, retinol is one of the gold standards for discoloration because you've got to do two things. You want to get it out of the surface quicker. Once it gets to the surface, that's the end of the process. So that's the system. And things like retinoids, okay, gets it out a lot quicker. Okay, then so this does have retinol in it. It does. And then but it has not affected me at all. There is zero irritation with this. This is because in the study that we did with our retinoids, 78% of patients has absolutely no side effects. Maybe roughly 12% might have a slight bit of redness or flaking, but it's easily overcome by just starting every other night. So you, virtually people just don't have any type of acclimation with this. And I'll tell you why retinoids are so critical and particularly with this. So most of what you're gonna see in terms of aging, you look in the mirror and you say, oh gee, I'm starting to see a little bit of this or a little bit of that. You're looking at the past because most of what you're gonna see 90 to 95% is sun exposure before the age of 10, at least 50% before the age of 20, okay? So let me take it a step further. This gets programmed into your DNA. So you have genes, your genes are made of DNA. Some of your genes are expressive. That means they send out instructions. Only instructions your body listens to. You have a broken bone, you have a cold, you have a sunburn. 
The only way you're gonna get back to normal is these instructions. Now imagine a newborn baby. The instructions are perfect. It's like a pristine CD, no scratches, perfect clarity. The instructions are, are so clear and the, that baby's growing and it's developing and it's brain cells and everything. Now you hit around, but it's getting scratches as it goes along, but it's still being able to interpret everything very well. So you get into your twenties, no longer are you in an anabolic state, you're in a catabolic state, you're slowly going this way. Now your scratches are getting worse. Now pretty soon those instructions are getting compromised. That's what you see internally is aging. What you see outside is aging. It has to do with sirtuins and aging genes and all of that. So you've got all of these scratches and they're getting worse. And when you can't interpret anything any longer, that's, that's, that's gonna be really bad. This is a medical fact, this is not me. This is 50 years of medical research. The right retinoid actually can correct instructions coming from your DNA. And that's why if you took two twin girls and you put them on the same skincare product and one is on a retinoid and one isn't, the one on the retinoid 10 years from now will look 10 or 15 years younger than her identical twin. Wow, have they done that study? Yes, they've done studies. And I will tell you, there's nothing in the world. You know, you hear all this thing How like, oh, there's- how pissed would you be to be the one that, that didn't get the retinoid in right? In the double-blind placebo, you're going to be like, really? Really? Well, then you go to your new beauty provider and they do something to make you look like your sister. Sure, <laughs> but, sure. And you start you your know, retinoids, right? Yeah. I, and, and, and so there's nothing, you know, you hear all the time about products that come out and they say, well, they, they give you the same effect as a retinoid, but there's no side effects or anything. They may do something superficially, but there's nothing like a retinoid. There's okay. nothing. There's only one other thing I know that helps to correct instructions coming from DNA. And it's a patent I have on thymus and beta-4 that's in your transformation cream. But I'm telling you, this is, this is the if gold standard. If you need a tester for, for that, aging. you know where to send it. <laughs> well, you've got, you've got your transformation cream. This, you know, but there is a, it's a gold standard for acne. It's a gold standard for discoloration. It's a gold standard for periods of aging. It's the gold standard for just being able to, you know, revitalize the appearance of skin and, and follicles, appearance of follicles, think, all that. Do you think it's, um? is there a point at which it's too late to start retinoid? No. A retinoid? No. And no. do you have advice yeah. for people with like extremely sensitive skin of how they can kind of acclimate? Okay, so I always define sensitivity because the first thing I'll do is I'll ask somebody, I'll say, so tell me, what, what, tell me why you think you're sensitive. Do you get hives? Do you itch? Do you, you know, get really red? And they'll say, well, I break out. That's not sensitivity. That's acne. Mm -hmm. And so we work with the so-called most sensitive skins and, and it's, for example, rosacea is not a disease of sensitivity. It's a disease of reactivity. You okay. react to certain triggers. You could have really sensitive skin and not have rosacea. You could be, you could have rosacea and not be sensitive or be, or be really, really sensitive, sensitive and not have rosacea. So, so the, the things that we work with are used on patients that are exquisitely sensitive. For but example, like with the retinol, but with the retinol retin and retinoids in, in particular, um, not necessarily with yours, um, but in general, there tends to be a period that you, you know, most doctors are like, you have to acclimate to this. You have to wait it out. <laughs> Is there any advice that you have for that? Or is it just kind of like, stick with it, kid? Okay, well, so with prescription retinoids, there is a different acclimation. 
Now, when you're using retinol and with the retinol that we use, there's an enzyme in your skin, everybody has it. And when it touches that enzyme, when it comes in contact with it, it's immediately converted into the active tretinoin or retinoic acid that's in prescriptions. But what we've done is we've engineered the formula in such a way that there just aren't side effects. Okay. So that there's not so, that, not reaction. Yeah. So like the reactivity. side effects aren't what's giving you the great result. It's just something that you have to get through when you're using a prescription. Plus, we've combined it with anti-inflammatories and we combined it with peptides. And you know, when you're when you talk about whether it's sensitivity, when you talk about almost any kind of skin concern, the the underlying issue is inflammation. Right. Inflammation. Aging is an inflammatory disease. You right. Know, we could, we're kind of all rusting to death. And so. What an awful way to put it, but also so true. <laughs> and, you know, I, I will tell you something. This is probably for another discussion. But I, you know, keep up with the, the top researchers, and I'm lucky enough to be able to even have discussions with some of them in the world today. I mean, the ones that are just look, being looked at is on the cutting edge. This is, sounds like science fiction, but this is a fact. The prevailing theory is. We're going to die, but we don't need to age. Aging is a disease. Now, one of the reasons why we don't treat it as a disease is because everybody gets it, so we think it's normal. But it is a disease because it's about your sirtuins turning off, and it's about um, the way that glycation and the way the sugar affects and how it can be a causative effect for, for not only diabetes, but for Alzheimer's and heart disease and how it affects our skin and all of these different things. And so there's even an anti-aging drug going through the FDA right now. Are you serious? This is a common drug. You can get it right now. What is it? Okay. You know what it is? It's been used on millions of people. It's inexpensive. It's metformin for type two diabetes. Get out. And is that safe to take? Well, let's talk about this. Okay. So yes. Okay. So metformin was discovered in 1922. It comes from the lily plant. And then around 72, it went into prescription use. And so it's been used by gazillions of people. So what it does is essentially, as you get older, even if you don't have diabetes, your liver has an enzyme that kind of gets compromised. And so you throw more sugar off into every cell in your body. Okay. And so for somebody who's really sensitive to that, you know, they might develop type two diabetes, particularly if their diet is not too good. Okay, so they have discovered that let's just say you're elderly and let's just say that you're overweight and you're a couch potato and your diet's really bad, but you're taking metformin because you have type two diabetes. Why is it that you're gonna live several years longer than you or me? Okay, you see where I'm going with this? So how is is it it that it's extending their life? of glycation or is that? Well, it actually has been found to be protective against Alzheimer's, protective against cardi, cardi, uh, um, heart disease, protective against um, uh, um, all kinds of inflammatory disorders, even prostate cancer, various forms of cancer. So here's what's speculated that is probably happening. You have anti-aging genes called sirtuins. Now, Think of your sirtuins, think about you have a driveway and there's a beautiful car sitting in the driveway. It's in perfect condition. It's fully operational, but for some reason it doesn't go because it doesn't have, either it doesn't have gasoline, there's no one to put the foot on the pedal. 
So this is what happens when you get in your 20s, your serotonin start turning off. The interesting thing about metformin is that it appears to release tiny amounts of free radicals into your cells and it turns on sirtuins. Mm. So um, this is speculated one of the things that it might do and it's probably a lot more complex than that, but I actually get interviewed every so often on nutrition and aging because that's just the tip of the iceberg. I go into what you can do to turn your sirtuins on also, from a nutritional standpoint, intermittent fasting, all the things today that are the cutting edge, we'll have a, we can have a- <gasps> I want to bring you back to that. I just want to say, you know, kind of talking about these sirtuins is this beautiful car in the driveway. And then I guess we've got the glycolic acid mm -hmm. that literally and figuratively is going to take all of the stains out of the driveway <laughs> because that's really what it was used for, right? <laughs> well, you know, see what's interesting. So- Wait, there's, wait, there's... wait, before we, before we get into that, do you take metformin? Yes. And let okay. me tell you something. Let me tell you. Where, a quick story. Okay. I'm so sorry. My, I've got to my, go. I've got to cut this short because I got to go right over to Dwayne. Okay. Reed. <laughs> my personal physician, my personal physician takes it. I called her and I was had this whole thing out. Kathy, I got to talk to you about this. And I'm giving her the whole rationale and all my study. And she stops me about five seconds in and she says, Jan, I'll just prescribe it for you. Every one of my researchers takes it. Wow. Okay. So it's something that we need to get prescribed. Yeah. So you, and you have to, first of all, if you were diabetic, you'd be doing like maybe up to 2,500 units or milligrams a day. This one, it won't do you any good to go over a thousand for this particular okay. use. And you do the non-time released, non-time released. And okay. so I take all thousand at night. Some people go 500 in the morning, 500 at night. I just happen to do mine that way. Oh, and have you like, you, do you feel a different? You know, you do. It's kind of different for everybody when it kicks in, but in terms of say things like mental clarity, because think of all the glucose that goes into your, your, you know, your brain and it makes an effect in, on your skin because when you are ingesting um, the high uh, glycemic load, that's carbs, sugar, et cetera, all it, the sugar <laughs> attaches to your collagen. It hardens it. Yeah. It also decreases it. And so they've done a study that if you lower that significantly or eliminate it, you can get a 25% improvement in two weeks. Wow. You know, Jan, I would love to bring you back to talk nutrition. Um, we are kind of running out of time on this. Sure. I, I, I mean, I could talk to you for 10 years. I really could. <laughs> I find you to be one of the most fascinating women I've ever met in my Oh my God. Beauty. Thank you. You You're are making so me feel so good. So smart. It's just so wonderful to talk to you. Um, you know, I did say, everybody, I'm going to tell you right now, I stand behind this line. I've been using this line. I love it. If you use it, reach out to me. I want to hear about it. Um, again, one of the most impressive things that I found with it is that I am layering um, on these different products. It goes right into the skin. It, it feels, feels like, delicious. and you know what? I have to say like you're only too. wearing one. Like you're only wearing my, one product. My husband, I went over to because listen, some of the products that we use that are met because we get to try everything working in the beauty industry, right? My closet probably isn't that much different than yours. Uh, <laughs> I just don't keep them around for as long. But I went over to my husband. And he's like, "Your face smells great." <laughs> Remember, I called you and I was like, <laughs> "What is it? It's the products. It's." They're not, it's not like a heavy perfume. It's just lovely. 
Lovely, lovely, lovely all around. Um, yeah, but Jen, before I let you go, this is our summer series. So um, all of these fabulous products aside, what are some of your favorite things for summer? Like, do you have a favorite summer product? Well, probably yes. So, okay, so there's a product called Mattify. Now, the name is deceiving because it makes it sound like, okay, you must, you have to have really oily skin. Mattify is designed to put everybody's skin in what I call the sweet spot. So you don't want to be oily. You want to look dewy. You want to look glowy, not oily. And on the I other hand- I would say dewy, not ooey, right? Right. And then on the <laughs> other hand, if your skin is kind of, is you're on the dry side, you, you want to look really radiant and like your skin is, again, soft and dewy. And so Mattify is a really unique product because it takes everybody to that sweet spot. If you're oily, it has almost an unlimited uh, ability to capture oil, but not the actives, not the water. And if you're on the drier side, it just makes you look radiant. And the thing about it is, now I'm not wearing foundation, but if you wear foundation- You are not. No, Your wear, skin is gorgeous. <laughs> well, thank you. And I, I use Mattify without foundation because it kind of looks, <sighs> looks a little bit like a primer. Okay, so, oh. but if you do wear foundation, here's the comment we get. Well, I came home, I put my makeup on at six o'clock in the morning and I came home at six o'clock at night and it still looked perfect. And then I fell asleep on the couch because I didn't take it off. And I woke up at four in the morning going, oh my God, I got to get in the bathroom. And I looked in the mirror and my makeup was still perfect. <laughs> Really? So is yes, it, so it it's like a primer? It, it, it fuses it with your skin, but it's very different than a primer. It okay. doesn't even, it does, you know how primers have a lot of silicone. It yeah. doesn't feel that way at all. Oh, it's really okay. I love, and I'll, is it some, I'll send you one. Okay. And is it, it, this is your product? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, all right. Nice. I wasn't sure. If, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. But I, I could go on and on about more things for summer because, you know, the summer typically we produce more oil. Yeah. So for one thing, our skin is less forgiving, but also we need to do things sometimes to kind of keep it with that, that clarity and make certain that, you know, the oil doesn't interfere. And so I love the multi, the, the Marini multi-acid resurfacing pads. Okay. They're in it. They're a jar. Okay. They've got, okay. But we just came out with a new one. We just introduced it this month. So it's, it's Marini Clear Multi-Acid Corrective Pads. Now they're similar because they do a lot of refinement and all of that. But what's the number one biggest issue with acne? You get your skin clear and you have post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Even if you get one yeah. lesion, you've got right. a red spot, a brown spot, a purple spot. Okay. This is phenomenal for getting rid of discoloration associated with acne. Mm. I, even when I was doing my proof of concept, I was astounded because I would see somebody two weeks later and I'm like, my God, their skin is so bright, it's so clear. Because sometimes it can look like you still have acne. Plus, if you're in the process of clearing, it'll get you there faster. If you are clear, it's, it, it, it assists in, in keeping you there and making everything look much more refined and better. Did you ever suffer from acne? Yes, I'm a two-time Accutane failure. Wow. And I never, ever break so, out, never break are, out. It's amazing. And I just, I adore you, Jan. And I, but you know, I find, I was like, you know, she's very passionate about acne and, and very understanding of that. I love 
not that I love that you had to deal with it, but that, 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 that it comes from a place of like, Hey, I know I've been there. I gotcha. Well, you know, I've, I've the acne, which was horrific because I had perfect skin as a teenager. I didn't get acne until I was like 19 and it, and I had severe cystic acne and I've also had workout rosacea. There's no cure for that. Um, I also, um, luckily the one thing I haven't had, but I think a lot of that is prevention is I haven't had discoloration, but that's because I do so much to prevent it. Yes. And, and then from the aging standpoint, well, you know, that's, that's, that's a personal issue. Um, I, I've always wanted to, because I'm in the business, I've always wanted to keep my skin, you know, looking as youthful as possible. I'm going to be 70 in December. I can't believe it. Just amazing. So I have a vested interest. You have a a very healthy diet. I would like you to discover how I can drink tequila, eat cookies, (laughs) and also still have radiant skin. Can you work on that, please? (laughs) I have to tell you, I, I am such a sugarholic and it takes so much willpower. I am, I'm, I mean, I'm so addicted because it is very addictive. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It actually is. It's actually as addictive as heroin and opium. Yeah. Hello. As a child, I was wider than I was tall. So, I mean, I come from a place where I, I was overweight and I love sugar and every day for me is like, uh, a battle not to it is because it's, once once your brain has been exposed to it your brain can take protein and a lot of things and use it for fuel but sugar is immediate right so yep. the minute your brain the minute you get hungry the first thing you think about is sugar yep because your brain is like i know i'm gonna get an immediate fix and so it's so hard to retrain now you can and people used to say oh yeah after about a week you know you're gonna be fine no, it's for some people, it's it's more than a week, but you can get there. But you get there. I, I've had a lot of friends who've gone keto. Um, yeah. And it works and it's great. Uh, I've got some friends who've done Whole30, something that I was like, I'm willing to try it, but not at the start of summer because I want my tequila, I want my burger on the grill, and I want it on a bun. Okay. So thank you so, very much. Here's <laughs> and I don't the, here's... want it to be gluten-free and I don't want it to be as keto-friendly. I want it to be like... Entenmann's or whoever makes those buns, the seated <laughs> okay. ones. Like, well, here's something kid. <laughs> you probably can do this a little easier. So the one thing that they have done in science that actually increases longevity is when they take animal studies and they put them on these real calorie restricted diets. Okay. Yeah. So like not restrict nutrition, but like literally almost, I mean, they're, they're, they're horrible. And so what these animals live the equivalent of 150 years. Now, why is that? It's because, again, it works to turn on sirtuins. So here's what they found will duplicate it without lessening your calories. Okay, so it's called intermittent fasting. So let's say- Oh yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, all right. So you have dinner at, let's say you have dinner at six or seven at night. So what you do is you wait 12, well, you wait 16 to 18 hours before you eat again. I've done this my whole life. I hate breakfast. So lots of times Love I don't breakfast. eat before noon or one o'clock. So intermittent fasting actually can turn on your sirtuins. So this works. Okay. I, yeah, it, there's been a lot of buzz about this. And actually, Jen, I want to bring you back for this 
if you yeah. don't mind, I know your sure. time is so valuable, but I think no, it's fine. the nutrition is such a great angle and we need to hear it. We need to be reminded, but as a quick tip, you stand behind intermittent fasting. I do. And is it, is it every day for you that you do that with like the, well, you know, I, first of all, sometimes I have a, a meeting here and I have to be really early at the office. And I think, okay, I've got to have something, get a little protein or something because I may not be able to eat at the office. So, so sometimes I, you know, it, but, but virtually every single day today. Great. What about coffee? Okay. Coffee with 2% lactose-free milk. Does that count? Cause I have, well, to you have know, that. In the I, I, I think it's fine, <laughs> but you know, I, here's the thing. Coffee to me is something that smells better than anything in the world. And for me, it tastes horrible. I wish I would like coffee. I love it. But you know what I put in? I put in that sugar-free vanilla syrup. I mean, all right. Uh -huh. and, and on that note, folks, you can now <laughs> understand how terrible my diet is, even though I think it's good. Jan, I absolutely adore you. Thank you oh, so thank much you. for being on. And we're going to come back. I promise everybody we will bring Jan back to talk on about nutrition because well. I think that we all need to hear it. Um, you know, especially some of us need to be reminded of it now that we're finally in a summer where we can get out <laughs> and back. Um, but quickly, before we, I let you go, I know that your line is professional line only, right? So you're only sold in professional channels, but also at Jan Marini. Is yeah, jamrady.com. And, okay. and there's also some authorized websites that you know specialize in professional products like Lovely Skin and Derm Store oh. and those kinds of things. Yeah. That you stand behind. Okay, great. Yeah. Not Amazon though. Yeah. No, actually. Or do you we, have Amazon? We are the only, in other words, we're on Amazon, but nobody else is on Amazon. We're in a gated professional beauty kind of section, if you will. And Great. so it's, it's fulfilled by it's, it comes directly from us. There's nobody else on Amazon, but Jan Marini. And, and that's why I'm asking because, you know, sometimes, yep. they, they, you know, we just never know. Okay, great. You never I know. Amazon, I, I love Amazon. So, okay. So if we see Jan Marini on there through via your store, we can trust that it's the good yeah. stuff. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than getting an email from somebody that says, by the way, did you change your, 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 um, transformation cream to a green color? And you're like, uh, or no. they send you an email and they say, by the way, you misspelled your label this time. <gasps> and so, yeah, so we have, we, we shut down diverters. We shut down. Good for you. Discounters, you know, unauthorized people, all of that. So. Okay. But Amazon safe, go to jammarini.com. Yes. Jan, yes. adore you. Listen, everybody at home, if you have questions you want me to pass on to Jan, you can tell how obsessed with her I am. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> Email me at hello at rpdpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube at rpdpodcast.com. Please sign up for our newsletter. We have one now. I promise to only email once a week, but we will have wonderful promotions and giveaways um, and just exciting news that you won't want to miss. Jan, thank you so much. Uh, this is so much fun. It is so much fun. We adore having you, everybody. Stay thank tuned you. next week for our continuation of this summer series brought to you in partnership with New Beauty. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. 
Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.